Welcome to the Superhero of Love podcast. I am Bridget Fonger, and I wrote a book called Superhero of Love, Heal Your Broken Heart, and Then Go Save the World. My book is all about helping people love and be loved more than ever. I believe we all have a superhero of love inside of us. Yes, even you, superhero. And in this podcast, I talk to people who are all about helping us all tap into that superhero. May this episode make a difference for your heart. Let's get this party started. This is real, right? And then I was like, like everything else. So great. Okay, wait, we're just going to jump right in. First of all, okay, everybody, we're here. I'm in, I'm in Pasadena and Renata Maniachi is in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. And Pura we vida. We were just talking about something that was born in the region-ish of Costa Rica, which is... A little bit further south. <laughs> a little bit further south, but still. Peru's further south. Yeah, no, totally. I'm definitely <laughs> More closer, adjacent I'm closer to, you to than, Peru than you are right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about Peru and we're talking about James Redfield. I, I brought up to Bridget like, how do you know James Redfield? What? And the Celestine prophecy, you know, like it's, it's, it's a completely it's a beautiful it's for me it just opened up so many things and it, what it was it was more like remembering I mean that's a really actually it was a really big part of my remembering process that of spirituality and coming into like my full not my full I guess we're doing that all the time but like it was a bridge bringing me from like the nine to five in public health and anthropology and Columbia and like academia into like now I'm an energy healer and I went to massage school and now I have a podcast about let's get meta about metaphysics and spirituality. So it was, it was one of those, you know, the Celestine prophecy and like all his other books and other books similar to that, like the light shall set you free. Like those were like huge bridges for me. Anything by Dolores Cannon. Sorry. I'm kind of on a tangent now. No, no. Those are excellent tangents, but wait, can we go back? Because I want to hear about, so I'm going to tell you just, it's in my podcast. So if you haven't heard the podcast listener to, uh, that I interviewed James Redfield a few months ago, and, and it's really cool because it was me, even though he and I are kind of friends and we see each other every few years, I hadn't heard recently what was going on with him. Like, where are you? I wanted to find out where he was in terms of the Celestine Prophecy and what he yeah. wrote back then, right? Like, let's, yeah. let's check in on where are you from where you were then, right? So it's a really cool conversation about that. But, but just super, super briefly, because I say this more in depth there. Um, um, I read Celestine Prophecy was on, when I was on what was going to be my final vacation in Venezuela before I opened up a drive through cappuccino place in Southern California. And, so, yeah. and I read it. And then I came back and literally hours after we landed, hours after we dumped our exhausted bags and our exhausted bones into bed, the Northridge earthquake hit. And when that earthquake hit, my whole life, it was like this dramatic um, situation. And it was just like, what? do I really want to be in the food service industry? And I had just read the Celestine Prophecy and I started paying attention to the, to the synchronicities. And what ended up happening is every single place I went, every single day, I met someone who was either an angel author, an angel artist, an angel yada, 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 yada. So I opened yep. up an angel store. Like two months later, I opened up an angel store. An what? angel store. <laughs> I know. Which is what, what has brought us together, Renata and I together, is the world of angels. Yes. So, but wait, can I just take that step back? Because I do want to ask you that little moment. Because oh, that's what the Celestine 
prophecy did for me, right? Was like, yeah. pay attention to the, to the synchronicities and then my life completely changed. So tell me how were you in graduate school when you, when you read it? I think it was after. Okay. Columbia. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember actually when it was. It was sometime, I think it was probably, it was circa 2014. Because oh, okay. 2014 was like my, like my, my exodus from academia and like nine to five and offices. And I lived in Washington, DC, you know? And like, that was like going to be my life. And my entree into remembering energy healing and to massage school and to angels and to guides and to everything else. And so I was like, I read like, so, I mean, I was like in spiritual like school that whole, I mean, since then basically, but Celestine Prophecy was, I think it happened right around that. I'm going to say somewhere in 2014. And it was interesting because I was reading it and I was like, I, you know, like they go through the 10, the nine, whatever, you know, the, 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 the steps in there. The and, nine and um, insights. Yeah, exactly. The insights. And I was like, okay, I know that one. I've embodied that one. I've embodied that one. And then I got to like four and I was like, all right, the rest of these, I have not embodied at all. Like this is, this is my work here. Like this is where I am right oh, here. If, cool. if your life was like, you know, in the insights or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. He, yes. he talked about that book. It's really cool that you're, cause it came out in the early nineties, which is what I read it right when it came out. Like he yeah. did a self-published version first and then it became right. So yeah. like 20 years ago, 20, yeah. 20 years before you read it, I read oh, yeah. it and Indeed. here it is coming back like fresh and new. And yeah. he was talking about that. It has this new resurgence among young people. And it's like one of like on the top 10 spiritual books by rappers, it's on a bunch of those lists. Like, yeah, this is why I wanted to interview you actually is, is what is similar to the point that I just made, which is that you have a podcast that's called let's get metaphysical. Everybody. She has a podcast. It's amazing podcast. And I just heard my first episode, like, I don't know, 24 hours or 36 hours ago. And I was like, what? Oh my God. Because you have this way of talking about metaphysics that is just like, it, it's so clear. It's so not, it doesn't smack of, um, oh God, you know, new age, airy fairy, you know, there's nothing new age, airy fairy about you. Right. And you, but yet, yet you are speaking completely from your heart. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like those two things, like, I, I just, I think you're this really cool balance of brain and heart. Right. And I was so excited about hearing it because the entire time, like every other thought that I had listening to you was, oh my God, she's going to get to the young people, which is what I can't even do. Like I, I speak and live out in the world like an old person. Like no, exactly who we're supposed to reach, right? Right. That's true. But anyway, I just wanted to, because I said that rapper thing, I was like, this totally reminds you like rappers are going to love your, your podcast. We're going to get the word out there even more and more and more. So tell us how you got to, you told us a teeny tiny bit on this road to let's get metaphysical, but tell us, tell us a little bit about more about that road of getting to let's get metaphysical. Sure. Well, I mentioned that I mean, thank you, by the way, for saying all those things. And like, I like, I think that's where my niche, my niche kind of is, is because I am really grounded and I have a really theoretical research academic background. So like, it's, it, I would really have to try to come off as airy fairy. And I've been <laughs> like, I'd really, really have to try, even though I'm sitting here and this whole season in Let's Get Metaphysical right now is all about angels, right? 
and all the stuff in let's get metaphysical is about you know like spirituality and all kinds of stuff but like I still have to like like I don't sound airy fairy so that's kind of that's kind of where it works for some people and I think I realized that you know I told I mentioned 2014 and for some reason like that was like it was January 2014 I was um, working in the public health industry in Washington, D.C. I kept hearing, um, I kept getting guidance to check out energy medicine, like classes, like, you know, I'd heard of Reiki and, and healing touch and blah, blah, blah. And um, I remember being in like my office thinking like, hmm, well, maybe that can be my second career in like 30 years. And I had that thought. And then like, and then like within that same week, I was like, why would I wait 30 years <laughs> to like check out and have like a weekend course about energy medicine? Like that doesn't make any sense. So I went and took a Reiki level one course. I loved it. It opened up a lot of things for me. And for me, right, you just talked about the balance that I have. It wasn't scientific enough for me. So I was like, I feel this. It's cool. I'm connecting with some guides. I believe it. And you can't explain it to me in science. So I need to find another modality that can explain it to me the, the way the science works. So, so cool. that's kind of what happened. And then I went to Healing Touch and Healing Touch program. And I took a Healing Touch level one class in a weekend in January, 2014. Bam, changed my life. By the end of that class, I like called my mom, who I think you know, because she's a Master John person too. Of course I know her. I took her to the Pacific Ocean for her first time ever. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. And essentially, I baptized her. Okay, go ahead. Bridget <laughs> Bonger, everybody, baptized my mom. No, it's great. Okay. And, uh, and I called her and I was like, I think I need to quit my job and, and, and pursue energy medicine. And she is an artist, like glassblowing artist turned like nurse practitioner, like turned acupuncturist. And she was like, oh, I was wondering when you were going to figure that out. And no. I was like, what? Come on. You know, and oh this is me, God. like academic, like I got it. You know, I don't care about all of that now. Right. But, but academics were really important to me. Like I, you know, I went to a good school. I got a Fulbright scholarship and studied abroad for a year after school. And then I went to DC and worked for a year. And then I went to Columbia for grad school for, for public health. So like that was my life before, yes. you know? And yes. so that's where I'm coming from. And to call my mom one weekend and be like, yeah, I think I'm going to quit my nine to five and I need to go into this. And her be like, yeah, I was wondering when you were going to figure that oh out. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. Yeah. So that's, that basically that happened. And then everything that I already mentioned to you, like I, I kept going through the healing touch program. It's a five level. Amazing. It's, it's, if anybody's interested in energy medicine at all, or kicking off their, like in a safe, amazing, like balance between spirituality and science way, the healing touch program is an amazing way to do that. So I did that. I also enrolled into in massage school in Washington, DC at the same time. So I was doing both at the same time and seeing as many clients as, as like friends, right? Friends and fr then friends of friends and then friends of friends of friends who would let me like practice on them. And all the while I'm reading things like this, Celestine Prophecy and Dolores Cannon and um, The Light Shall Set You Free and I, what else? You know, however many other, like probably Ador uh, Adoring Virtue book back when she still believed in angels. I don't know where she's at right now, but, <laughs> you know, Carolyn Mace, Deepak yes. Chopra. So that's, that's what I was doing. And that, and that really started then. And then you know, I opened a practice in 
uh, I became a Healing Touch certified practitioner, which is like a real accreditation actually. Mm. And, um, and from the American Holistic Nurses Association and a few other places that accredited it. And then I became an instructor in Healing Touch. I opened up a private practice in Washington, DC, where I see clients, I saw clients for four-ish years, four and a half years. Um, for a healing touch and for massage and for another awesome thing called spiritual response therapy. Mm. And um, am I talking too much? Oh my gosh. No, yeah. are you kidding me? No, please. <laughs> That's so, so hilarious that you're okay, the interviewer get... and you are, you're, you're thinking you're talking too much. That's so hilarious. <laughs> I'm used to doing the interviewing, yes. as you know. Right. And so I'm like, oh my God, I'm not supposed to be talking this much. What's going on? That's uh, no, good. So whatever, in a nutshell, um, at some point I got really good to listening to my guidance and, and realizing that I was listening to my guidance. So apparently I've been doing that my whole life and I'm actually really good at that. And then I've been able to put like faces and names to like different, you know, um, beings who have been with me the whole time and, mm. and evolved, you know, they, they kind of up level as I up level. So like maybe they started like at this level and then I was at that level and then they keep kind of like raising in consciousness as I raise in consciousness. Mm. Uh, so that's been great. And then, you know, honestly, with the podcast, I never dreamed that I would be a podcast host. I started listening to podcasts probably in like 2006 or something, like right when they started coming out because there was a podcast about Harry Potter called Mugglecast. Oh my God. I would have listened to that had I known it existed. Oh my God. That's so awesome. So I've listened to Mugglecast for like 10 years by this point or something and just like listen. And that's how I first started listening to podcasts, never thinking, never wanting, you know, I didn't like whatever, but for starting at about, I think 2015 or 2016, I think it was 2016 sometime. My guidance started being like, start a podcast, start a podcast. And I was like, no, I don't like the sound of my voice, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know how to do any of that sound editing. I don't know how to do whatever, whatever. And just kept going. Like every once in a while, something would come, major would come in. Like one day the name of the podcast came in, right? Oh my God. And then like, I'd go on and a few months later, it'd be like, oh, that's the logo. Okay, fine. And like, I didn't do anything about it. And this went on for two years, like just two years of me not listening to my guidance. And then finally in... At some point in late 2017 or 2018, they were like, I just got a huge download and I was literally laying in bed. Like I was going to sleep and they were like, get up by the web, by the domain name. So like, I like got up and went and bought let's get meta.com essentially. Wow. Wow. And, then it, and then I just couldn't ignore it anymore. And then like, of course, like the next week, like I met the person who would become my first producer and sound editor of the podcast who was in my friend group but we had never actually met before and so she was she was she helped me get it started for the first two seasons of the podcast and all of it just fell into place and then that's what happened but there was you know I felt like there was a huge opportunity to talk about the intersections of science and spirituality yes science and spirituality because of my background and because of of, of who I am and how I present in the world. And actually, you don't know this, Bridget, and so like, don't worry about it, but I identify as gender fluid and go oh, by yeah. they, and go by they, them. They. So the okay, balance sorry. thing goes, yeah. no, 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 don't, but the balance thing goes even further than just like spirit, science and spirituality. For me, like I very much feel balanced in my being. Right. Masculine and feminine energies. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's been a fun ride. Wow. Yeah, you are incredibly balanced in this. That's 
it, it feels uh, so profoundly grounded. So then you can have less fear. You know what I mean? And, and I was just thinking, God, if somebody's brand new to this, they can, they can really open their heart to it because you're not coming up them with any hard edges, right? Like mm -hmm. you're not, nothing about what the way you talk is hard edged. I, that's a really inarticulate way to say it, but there's something about how you, because you're so balanced that it is, you can open your heart and just listen and just be mm -hmm. listening while you, while you invite people to hear something, right? It's really, it's really, really cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now let's talk about <laughs> this season of your podcast, which is how mm -hmm. I discovered you because you posted about this season, which <clears throat> has something to do with um, my life. Right. So Absolutely. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sure. We, so. we share, we, this is how we met. We met I'll just say it like, like, it's not like it's a secret. We met. Come out of the angelic closet, Bridget. Right. <laughs> yes. I love that. I saw you wrote that I'm out of the angelic closet. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. So, so I mentioned master John Douglas a lot in this podcast and I've had a lot of people, you know, that have had experiences with master John Douglas. Yeah. This season of my podcast is season four and I'm referring to it as our season of miracles. And that also was divinely guided. That did not come from my brain, you know, like that didn't, that didn't come from my mind at all. And the first three episodes, the th first three seasons of the podcast are very much me interviewing, like, like you do, a very similar format for my podcast and interviewing people who um, live and work in professional spheres, including astrology or energy healing or numerology or, um, you know, sound healing, all kinds of things in metaphysics. But I was getting ever since actually the, not this most recent fall tour, the fall tour before I had this download, I think it was, yeah, it must've been 2000, the fall tour of 20, 2018. And what it was is I thought, oh, wouldn't it be great if I interviewed somebody about Master John? And so I thought of interviewing Chris Hartnett, right? And I talked to him about it and he said, and it scanned high. And this was like a year now and over a year ago. And we just never did it. We never found the time. We ne it wasn't, the, it, it wasn't, you know, that wasn't it. Then at, in August at the workshops in August, this past year, um, it came like, it was like, it's not just an episode. It's a whole season, you know? And I was like, really? Like what? And then, and then like, a few weeks went by and then I got another download that's like, you're going to go on the whole fall tour so that you can interview people. I've never done that before, right? I really only, I was really only used to going to Washington, D.C. where I have a house. I have a, I mean, I have a condo there. That's, that's where I was before I met my partner and now live part-time in Costa Rica. And, and I would go to Boone, you know? Yeah. And so it was um, I, just all about that Boone, North Carolina, which is Boone, just North a drive Carolina. from Washington, D.C. So it makes it convenient for the D.C. peeps. Totally. I mean, it's like an eight hour drive, but I love to drive. So like, I'm totally into it. But yeah, so essentially this season of the podcast, it was your question like eight years ago, I'm so sorry, is all about <laughs> miracles. And it's all about the miracles coming out of the Master John Douglas community. And um, that's, that's just what came in. That was the guidance. It was like, you know, share this, share, share these miracles with the world in the way that you can. 
Um, and so I didn't, it, it was just kind of guided the whole step of the way. I was like, how am I going to do 12 episodes about this? Like, I mean, of course you could do a whole, you could do an entire podcast on Master John and just have it be that. And maybe that's an idea for somebody. Yeah. But um, <laughs> at first I was like, I was like, I went from wanting to interview Chris, like with one episode. About Chris Hartnett, that. by the way, I, I interviewed Chris for this podcast several months ago um, in the fall. Oh, I know. It was in September 11th. 9-11. Yes. I was like, exactly, exactly what day it was. So, yeah. um, but Chris Hartnett is the person that runs the, um, the church of the master angels, master John Douglas's organization, yeah. and the foundation that, um, supports his work and other work. So, um, Chris Hartnett, if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to that episode. It's episode 69, everybody. Oh and it, it's an amazing, no, it's amazing. I love that episode. And I, and I'm, I'm plugging it on, I love on, that one, of the, on one of the episodes that I'm doing too for this master John season. Cause oh, that's yeah. So great. Yeah. So basically that's what happened. And the, in, the insight came in, everything lined up and I, I had the time to, and the finances that, you know, to go on the fall tour. And I got about 50, just about 50 individual interviews, um, for, for miracles. Miracle oh my God, that's so awesome. Yeah. And so the season is like the first, the first episode just came out and it was, it's just me. It's the boring one and that's boring because of the content boring because it's only me talking. <laughs> It's, but it's, an it's not in any way, shape, or form boring. Please <laughs> note, it is not boring. Thank you. Well, I've been getting such great feedback about it, and I want and and I was just like, oh, you guys, this is so great, and like I feel super humbled, and I'm also like, you'll like the other ones a lot more because there's it's more than just me, you know, like there's a bunch of people in them. So the next one that's coming out on Saturday is going to be the first episode that is that has people's miracle stories in it, and I've separated the episodes into you know different types, different like category. So this is physical healing miracles, right? So there's going to be a few stories about physical healing miracles. Then the next episode is going to be with Dr. Christopher Hartnett. And then we're going to do another episode with other people's miracles. And then we're going to do one with Dr. Rick Sarnett. And so on and on. And just, um, you know, we're going to have an episode about miracles with pets and miracles with money and just all different kinds of stuff, just to show people like the depth of what is coming out of this community because a lot of people go there for physical illnesses and they don't realize how many other ways master john has profoundly changed yeah. people's lives and yeah. um, the physical is so important but so is like i mean your pet gets saved by a coyote that is one story that's going to be in the season it's you know that changes your life like that, absolutely that's, that's a miracle and my so my dog lucy was saved lucy was saved from a she was going to be run over by an enormous suv there was no question she was going to be run over it she got out of her leash for the very first time ever in her life she got out of her collar she because there was a dog across the street and she ran and i just turned violently away because i knew that it was just going to be splatter and I screamed as loud as I've ever screamed in my life because it was just yards away. And then it was silent. The car had passed. And I looked over to where the dog and the mother and father of the baby in the carriage, all of them were just standing there. And there was no, and Lucy was with them. And it was literally, somebody had to lift up the car for her to not have been hit by one of the four tires. There's just literally no way that, her going at that you know what I mean like physically yeah. there's okay. no way I understand I'm sorry I don't know why I diverted to that one okay, no so I, I I'm I'm so glad you did now I can count that as 51 miracles 
Okay, so I want to talk to you because I did Reiki training to, to the three. I was a Reiki master and I did yeah. other healing um, modalities, you know, the healing um, techniques also over the years. I mean, like I we had said earlier, I'm much older than you. So I've, you know, I, I did, you know, like my 20s and 30s yeah. were all about that, right? <laughs> and then when I met Master John, though, it was like, uh, and I'm not, I'm not diminishing anything else. And I'm, I also, I agree with you, like that you're led, you know, like you get what, com- what you're ready for comes to you and then you go to the next thing and that's what you're ready for then. But um, I have to say that like, it's, it just feels like um, it's all that and a bag of chips. In other words, it's, it's, it's every single thing times 10 billion or something. Do you feel the same way? I was just wondering if you felt the same way because you're the scientific one. So I'm just curious this, if the scientific one believes the same thing that I do. I'm, I'm like less and less scientific by the minute, but, but <laughs> I appreciate, but I appreciate what you're saying because I like, yeah. And, and I want to make it clear. I'm not disparaging Reiki at all. When I said, when I said that I needed more scientific, that's because I needed it. Like that's not because everybody else needs it. I, you know, I, I, like you said, I, we are led to exactly what we need at the exact time. And so I really, truly like try to remember and honor each of those steps that brought me to master John. Like it was like that Reiki weekend. And then for a long time, it was healing touch. And it was these, these little books that were helping me to remember and helping me to remember and making me more and more open, right. Making me want to go see spiritual healers, making me want to actually spend time and money because I wasn't sick. And I talked about this on the first episode of this, this, of my podcast season for the master John. Yes. He's an American was right. Exactly. I did. I was not ill. I was going because I was a spiritual seeker and I was into it by that time. I was into that because of all these amazing steps that brought me there. And so, yes, like I, I, of course, you know, like, this this community is 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 everything to me and i at the, i simultaneously like honor everything that led me to the point of being ready to right. like jump fully into this community does that make sense yeah totally i agree how did you even find out about master john right so what happened was um some very lovely people in dc who host master john Famous. Can we say their names? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, no, no I don't okay. think we can. We'll talk, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this. So in every I, city, let's just say, let's just qualify, let's just say that in every city there are, it's generally a couple, but sometimes it's a single person um, and that hosts Master John coming to their city. And most often when he comes to the city and he does a tour in the spring and he does a tour in the fall generally, although he's going to start traveling globally. So we don't know how often he'll be in the United States. So, but that's the way it is currently. So when he tours, he generally goes to several cities on a tour and you'll see across the United States. And he usually is at hotels, but sometimes he's in offices or homes, Um, but homes are less and less frequent because the crowds are so big now. So homes don't really work anymore. (laughs) Right. But back in the day, you and I met John in a home, right? Yes, that is true. So what happened was the two lovely ambassadors for Washington, D.C. have a daughter who I happen to be friends with. So 
we we were I was at dinner at their house at her and her partner's house and um, we were talking and she said hey you know I know you're into this spirituality stuff and this energy healing stuff well my family hosts this spiritual teacher Master John Douglas um, and he's going to be in town in a couple months would you be interested in coming so I was like yeah sign me up and so that is how I heard about Master John and I went and that was hosted at their house at the time and it was. It was, you know, it was everything that I explained in the first, in the first uh, episode of the season four in my podcast, um, which, you know, for your listeners was essentially, I wasn't ill. I wanted to go for a spiritual seeker, but the person that I went with had something going on in her brain. And it turns out that when she saw Master John, she, he immediately diagnosed her with Japanese encephalitis. And so he killed which I didn't it. even know was a thing until I heard your podcast. Thank you. Yeah. And she had picked it up from a mosquito in Cuba and it happened. I mean, the timing lined up perfectly. Like we noticed that her, she started getting brain pressure in her brain. Uh, and this was in months. So she, I think she went in like in January. And so we saw him in May, like this, you know, so uh, pressure in the brain, mood swings, she would get really angry um, on the turn of a diamond. She's not like that. That's not her personality at all. So essentially what happened is she had a miracle. And then I, that she, her miracle became my miracle. And that is what made me come back. Incidentally, she never went back to see him, but I, I know. And that's what happens. And that, you know, yeah, that's, that's what happens. And we don't even know how many people get cured by him. Don't you just love, I'm sorry, but I just love the choreography of that. Like, like literally choreography, right? We are bringing Renata in through this means. This is the means. Oh my God. Yeah. And I go back and forth in it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like I was going to go no matter what. You were going to go anyway. Right. And and then this, and and then, and then she came with me and she had the miracle, but that was, but that's true though, because her miracle made me want to return. So, and I honor that completely, you know, like, that's incredible. So what happened is I, and then I was like, okay, there's something here. I'll go back the next time that he's in town. So the, I went back um, later that year. So I saw him in May of 2016 was the first time that I saw him. And then I saw him again that fall when he came back to DC. And I, at some point told my mom about Master John and shared a process with her. And it was funny. I mean, everybody's journey is different, right? Based on what you're ready for. I was somebody who you know, and maybe this is my academic, my whole scientific blah, blah, blah. But I was, I kept going and I steadily increased my um, understanding, my knowing my, of who he is and, and my appreciation for him in this community. Right. Mm -hmm. My mom listened to one process and was like, I've been waiting for this person my whole life. I don't know if she would use these words. And actually she probably doesn't really need me to be talking about her on the podcast, but um, her journey was different than mine. And mine was like hers. Mine was instant. I listened to one, when we say process, I just want to clarify what process is. So John records these angelic processes, which are processes, which is thousands and thousands and thousands of angelic blessings that are happening while you're listening to what sounds like a guided meditation, but it's not really a guided meditation. It's you, you, he gives us beautiful words so that we can hang our mind hat on that rack, but really he's just giving us massive healing. And I 
press play and basically came to, it was on repeat for five hours. Right. Five hours later, I was like, oh yes, I'm in. Thank you very much. I was like your mom. Okay, go ahead. And I Sorry. love those. I, I mean, yeah. I think that's brilliant. And, and to, see, to see her, somebody who I have in my whole life, and she's probably like, you know, one of the closest people to me, obviously, and, and we are very close, never followed a guru before never was always spiritual and I look up to her a lot but never you know like never never just like oh I'm on this person now and they're, they're everything to me nothing she's never been like that before ever and so when she was like boom done I was like wow there's something in this right like I gotta pay more attention to this so everybody in the community thinks that she found Master John before I did, but it was actually the reverse. And I'm grateful for that because she's given me so much in my life that like, I've kind of like, okay, well, I led her to Master John. So I've done something good for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such, I know it's such an exciting, it's like when I introduce somebody and they, they latch on and they love it um, or, or they have a massive healing, I'm just like, oh, I guess I can die now. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, wow, that was, that was like, you just feel so, and the person that turned me on to him too, you know, the same, same, well, the person that turned me on to him is, is now a dear, dear, dear friend. It's Anne Clothier. So mm. uh, who I've also interviewed on this podcast. And it's like, Beautiful. you never forget the person that introduces you either. So no, not at all. And I will never forget, you know, this couple's daughter and and like be supremely grateful for the path you know the path I think yeah. it's really important is to honor just like I'm on you know I honor Reiki and healing touch but like honor honor that the way that you found something that you love yeah speaking of um honoring the path you took the path down to Costa Rica you know this is this podcast is about taking care of our hearts people I talk to people who are in the business of opening hearts healing hearts empowering hearts and obviously that's why I interviewed you because your podcast is all about that. That is like who you are in the world and you're doing it in this very unique way as far as I'm concerned. And so I'm, that's a number one. But number two, I'm just curious about taking care of your heart on this journey to, I mean, I, I actually know three people that moved to Costa Rica. They went, visited it, and then they just like packed up and moved there. My uncle moved down there and it completely, it was a beautiful thing for his heart, right? Like and he followed his heart and he took care of his heart um, by moving down there. And so I just wanted to hear a little bit about Costa Rica and your, your heart journey to being there. Sure. Wow. How to explain that. Um, I know the stories you're talking about and those are incredibly beautiful and expansive. And that's more my partner's story than my story. My story is a heart story in a different way because I came here on vacation to help to heal my heart after a after my previous relationship um we, we amicably decided to part ways and so one of my friends was living down here at the time and she said hey come on down it's like rainy season the tickets are super cheap she sent me like a link to round trip tickets for like 120 dollars. so i was like okay like i'll come over and so i came down here oh for a week and and um my friend was also friends with my partner so we met and I was not ready for a relationship at that time, but there was definitely energy there. And so we started to talk on the phone after I went back to DC and, um, and she's Canadian and she was going to go to visit her family in Canada, which is only an hour trip from by flight from DC. And so 
eventually we um we started dating i don't know if you go if you really date when one when you live in two different countries but that is the reason why i made it to costa rica and it really has been a heart journey a a heart a, an expanding heart journey but it's it's like <laughs> it's um so I wasn't one of those people who's like, yeah, I want to go live in Costa Rica because like Costa Rica is awesome. Luckily, I really do love warm weather places because I'm from Wisconsin. I had 18 years of the freezing cold tundra. <laughs> I went to school in New Orleans and was like, wait, life can be like this. I can be outside in January. This is amazing. <laughs> and so I find myself just keep going further and further south. And that's, and that's great. But um, this, this whole experience, uh, this whole last two years has been an incredible heart opener and like throw that and like living in two different countries and coming into a relationship where the person has a child and, and then throw all the master John on top of that, because listening to master John, seeing master John, going to master John's workshops, that's all transformational enough (laughs) as it is. And then throw all this stuff in. I've definitely referred to these last two years as, as, as the most, um, stretching and, um, uh, yeah, I guess it's the Gumby years. Yeah. There's the Gumby years. I, (laughs) if you would have told me even three years ago that I would be living part-time in Costa Rica and, um, helping to raise a child and, all kinds of things, people in my life who are, are best friends of mine would be like, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. <laughs> Have you, uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a big deal at any age, at any point in your life to get into a relationship with and be helping raise somebody. And he, he's, how old is he now? He's about to turn nine. He's nine. Oh, and I'm crazy. really good with teenagers, uh, but not so much with the younger ones. So it's, I mean, even that has been, has been an incredible journey. And like, I look at myself, like when I, when I, from when I first met him to like how I am with him now and like, just that, like take out everything else in my life, but just like the way that I interact with him now is just, he is a heart opener. If you want to talk about heart opening, um, I have, I spent my, I spent a big part of my life saying that I would never have a child and, um, and I didn't want, I didn't want one, you know, it was, I didn't think it was on my life path. And I was very convinced of that. I thought it was spiritual, right? Like I really did. And, um, and here's this child who at every turn is really pushing me to let go of the things that I've been like grasping onto and, it to open my heart in a, in several, I mean, so many beautiful ways. And it's still happening because I am not done yet. I am like still learning every single second. And some of that learning is painful, <laughs> but um, it, it, it is changing. And so if we're talking about heart expansion, wow. Um, this has been the last couple of years for it, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. That's really, <laughs> that's really, really cool. Well, Thank you for coming on and sharing about all of those heart journeys. And, and thank you for the work that you're doing with your podcast. I am going to keep screaming from the mountaintops about it because I think it's like just what the doctor ordered for. I mean, I have a lot of friends, by the way, that don't listen to my podcast who I know will listen to yours. <laughs> I probably have those same friends who would love to listen to your podcast. <laughs> this is perfect. Let's trade friends. 
Thank you though, Bridget. This is, I mean, this space, I do love your podcast and I am like ready to like go listen to the James Redfield episode right now because I'm like, what? how does she know him? This is crazy. Um, so thank you for the opportunity to just be on the podcast and spread more podcast love. It's I love you. I respect you. Oh, you're you. so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was Renata Maniachi, the host of the podcast entitled Let's Get Metaphysical. Go find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and or go to the website, letsgetmeta.com. You can also check out Renata and their work at renatamaniachi.com. And again, go check out that podcast, Let's Get Metaphysical. And if you like this podcast, please go rate and review it. Tell your friends about it. The more you spread the word, more superheroes of love come into the fold like yourself. Thank you, superhero, for coming. Spread the love. Have a great day. Thanks for coming.